Hey, everybody, before we get into the show, we have a major earth-shattering massive announcement. Nikki? Yes, it is that time again, Pete Wright. Our monthly planning membership is open for enrollment. GPS stands for Guided Planning Sessions, if you don't know already. We've worked really hard here at Take Control ADHD to provide you with a service that not only gives you ideas and strategies on how to plan your day and your week, but it also provides time and space for you to do the work and not just by yourself, but with others who understand and support you. We meet every Monday and Thursday, and there are three different sessions for each day that you're invited to attend. We are dedicated to making this membership to be one that is transformative in the way you think about planning and taking control of your time and schedule. There are so many benefits to the GPS membership, so please be sure to visit our website at takecontroladhd.com slash GPS. Enrollment is open now through May 8th. Thank you for your time and attention, and I hope to see you soon. On with the show. and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on Rashpixel.fm. I'm Pete Wright, and right over there is Nikki Kinzer. Hello, everyone. Hello, Pete Wright. Nikki, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm tired. Can I tell you why? It's so stupid. Okay. (laughs) Tell me. It's, you know, the weather has changed. We've reached the confluence of events that cause me to be tired in the morning. The weather has changed. It's nice and warm. We sleep with the window open at night to get the nice evening breeze. My wife has a phone, uh, and the alarm is such that it is outdoor uh, spring noises. So when the alarm goes off during the winter, we hear birds tweeting, and uh, and it feels like the sun is just coming up, and it's the most adorable thing. But this morning, just before 5, actual birds started right. screaming outside my window and I woke up as if it was my wife's alarm and now I'm just up because my body says oh birds mean be awake and oh, now no. I'm exhausted the birds have flown away I have no birds to keep me awake here it is now 10 o'clock and I'm exhausted yeah I need oh, you no. you are going to keep me awake today Nikki oh no yeah That's a heavy this better be, responsibility this better be good <laughs> Okay. Oh boy. All right. I'm going to do my best. Well, this is what's funny. You remember how last week we were like, "Eh, well, we're not really garage sale people. You're having a garage sale? (laughs) I'm a garage sale person this weekend. Yes, Um. but not for, not at my house. But this is what's so funny. <laughs> is that the we best talk- way to do it is do it at other people's houses. Yes. Well, because here we were last week just talking about, well, we may not be the right people to talk to, right? <laughs> about yeah. garage sales. But then my mom, she lives in a neighborhood and they do this annual garage sale and it's the first weekend of June and it's every year. And uh, And she doesn't always do it. But she texted me this week, earlier this week, and said, you know, I'm doing the garage sale. Do you guys have anything? Because I don't have very much. And I'm like, oh boy, do we ever? And oh boy, how could I do this so that it's not stressful and time consuming? And so um, after we are done with the recording of this show, I am going to be gathering stuff around the house. I'm going to make a make it kind of fun so that it's not stressful. And I'm just going to, you know, get what I think would sell and um, put everything in the back of my car. And I'm going to take it over to my mom's house tonight. And then tomorrow morning, my daughter and I are going to get up really early, like earlier than I ever normally get up. And we're going to do a garage sale. <laughs> you know what mom. I like about this? Let me let me tell you what I like so much about this. 
you since you're doing it at your mom's house, I think judges would rule this is still you not officially being a garage sale person. No, because it really is like I don't it's know. Consignment. It's it consignment. It is. That's what it is. So you it's get easier. all the benefits of the garage sale with none of the the, uh, the sort of eating crow that would come along with you actually having to say you're now a garage sale person. So congratulations yeah. on the the flaming hoops that you had to jump through to make that happen. I I'm know. really proud of you. Thank you. So you're yeah, welcome. I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm going to get rid of some stuff today, purge, you know, let go of some things and yeah. maybe make a little bit of money and and we'll see how it goes. But yeah, and I'm going into it, you know, I have anxiety, so I'm not going to, you know, that just is part of who I am. Mm-hmm. And I can see myself getting kind of anxious about, oh, did I get everything? Like I need to, you know, I need to keep working, keep working. But I've already gone into the mindset of, I'm just going to do what I can. And when I get tired, I get tired and, um, you know, I can worry about everything else later and, you know, maybe I'll do a garage sale. I doubt it, but maybe I'll, you know, send it to my favorite, uh, donation place, which sounds good too. So (laughs) we'll see how it goes, but (laughs) I'm trying to really like, you know, go into it with a very like just positive mindset. You should. And, and yeah. you know, my, my thing about garage sales, one of my many things about garage sales is is the uh, absolute brain damage that comes along with, what if people don't like my stuff, right? You, you start to take it personally if stuff doesn't get bought. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, yeah. I have nice stuff. Somebody come get my stuff. <laughs> Buy this. I know. I know. Well, I'm kind of glad that my husband um, is not going to be there. And I'll tell you why. Love my husband. Uh, but he's a, he is a salesperson. Like it is in his personality to sell. And, uh, the last time we did have a garage sale was several years ago. We had just moved, um, to our house and we had my son's old, um, high chair and he sold it to a grandma who sees her grandchildren maybe once or twice a year. And he sold it to her. Like he was like, you need to have this high chair. So when they're here, the baby has a place to sit. Like what's going to happen if the baby doesn't have a place to sit? And I mean, they went uh, this whole conversation and she, she bought it. That's fantastic. I mean, it's just amazing. What's it going to take for me to get you to walk home with this used candle? Yeah, it is sort of embarrassing, but it's it's a great trait, but I'm like, oh, too bad he can't make it. <laughs> Although at the same time, I probably won't sell as much with. Yeah, him right. Either. You need him there. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Stay tuned. I'll let you know how the garage well, sale goes. <laughs> that's a that is a a perfect segue for us uh, to to talk about what we're going to talk about. You are going to put into words your experience tomorrow morning when you start your day right. Yes. What do you think about that? I can't yes. wait to hear how you talk about this. You know the drill, everybody. Head over to TakeControlADHD.com. You can get to know us a little bit better and listen to the show right there on the website or subscribe to the mailing list and get an email when the latest episode is released each week. You can connect with us on Twitter or Facebook at Take Control ADHD and call us at 503-664-4ADD. Get your voice and your thoughts and your questions on this show. We would love to hear from you. And you know what? While we're saying that, we are gathering success stories, aren't we? Yes, we are. And they're great. Why are we we doing that? Because I want that to be um, a a really great show. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, what, what a fantastic show. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, because we we do Q and A shows, but we've never done a success story show where we just talk about what you have implemented in your life, the changes you have made in your life that actually feel like real success to you, and that's what we want to talk about and share. And and they're already coming in, and we haven't even talked about it yet. Right. Well, and that's the thing is that you know you the, the listeners hear from us; they don't necessarily hear from each other. So this is a great opportunity for them to share their experiences. And, and um, I, I'm hoping that what's going to happen is somebody's going to listen to it and think, "Oh my gosh, that's such a great idea! I'm going to try that." So people are helping other people, you know, through us. Yep. <laughs> it's yep. Basically, people what's happening? People. It's yeah. just like mutual of Op- Omaha. So is that yeah, it? That's people right. helping I, people. Maybe that's different. I don't know. <laughs> but we do need to get the success stories before June 21st because we'd okay. like to uh, record the show on the 23rd and have it go live on the last week of June. So if they can, um, whatever you want to share, whether it's a strategy or a situation that you overcame, whatever it is, uh, you can call us. We would love to hear you. We hear your voice, right? Five zero three phone number. Yes, there you 503 go. Five zero three six six four four A D D. That's right. Or you can email me directly, Nikki N I K K I at takecontroladhd.com. There you go. I sounded like you. You did. You sound great. I had like a radio voice. Oh yeah, you got nice and close to the <laughs> mic, like you're in my brain. Here we go. All right. Waking up, starting the day right, Nikki. Where did this come from? Pray tell. Well, you know, a couple things, because last week there was a question about, uh, I'm always pushing snooze and, you know, there, there has to be sort of a negative consequence to me getting up. So that kind of generated some ideas. I know that stress or I'm sorry, sleep, not stress, well, stress too, but sleep is a huge issue with folks with ADHD and, uh, it's because they're not getting enough of it. Right. Most for Mm -hmm. the most part. And so when that's happening, you wake up and, and you're kind of in a grumpy mood, you're not feeling great. And, when that happens, that can very much set the tone for the rest of the day. And so I thought it'd be great for us to talk about some ways that either we, you know, have been able to turn that around or just kind of have a conversation around that. Like how can we, yeah, how can we make a, a bad morning, you know, with a better result kind of thing, right? Like how can we change this around? I, I am absolutely in with that, and uh, I, I think you've already talked about it. For me, it starts with sleep. It does. It does, and, you know, I think that that's a whole nother show where we can where we can actually, and we have done it before, and we should probably revisit uh, this because it is such a huge issue. It does start with sleep, and it does um, require you to think about what your evening routine looks like and how, you know, what kind of changes can you make and what kind of boundaries do you need to kind of set around yourself to try to get better sleep. Um, what I kind of want to focus on is what is a person to do when that doesn't happen, right? So, because the reality is even if you are continuously working on your sleep and trying to get better sleep and more sleep, it's, that's a process. It's just not going to happen overnight. Um, and so what do we do with that? Like, okay, I still only got five, six hours of sleep. How, how do I function in the morning? 
Does that make sense? Well, yeah, it does. But I, I also uh, am of a mind that because it's a process, because it takes concerted effort over time, it's going to get better, right? I mean, it's going to oh, get yeah, better if sure. you're going to be able to practice. and and But but it takes that concerted effort and behavior change to do it. Uh, yes. and, and so, you know, that's that's kind of step one. I, you know, I just... CGP Gray uh, posted a video, his his uh, uh, video this on his YouTube channel this month uh, is called uh, Seven Ways to Maximize Misery. And I I just want to read the seven ways, but I'm going to put a link to the show notes in, in the show notes to the video because you should go watch it. His, it, you know, his style is, is charming, but uh, generally I really like this video. And the so here are the seven ways to be miserable. Number one, remain indoors. Don't exercise and cultivate stillness, right? Stay inside. Make sure that you live in and eat and pile your laundry in the same space. You are well on the road to misery if you do that. Number two, screw with your sleep. Vary your wake and sleep times regularly. Never go to bed at the same time. Never wake up at the same time. Change it up every couple of days. Number three, maximize screen time. Keep the phone on and in your hand all the time. Fall for the bots that are trying to keep your attention. Uh, And related, number four, use your screen to stoke your negative emotions. Focus on the bad to fuel your (laughs) resentment on the world. Sorry. Wow. Okay. Okay. I know. Stay with me. Yeah, great. Yeah. Avoid setting goals. Don't don't make smart goals. Make vapid goals like vague, (laughs) amorphous, pie-in-the-sky, irrelevant, and delayed goals. Uh, learn to market an app, for example, before you learn to code. That will screw <laughs> with your. That will screw with your worldview, and and it really will will keep you on the highway to misery. Uh, number six, pursue happiness directly. Just fantasize about the happiest people, and don't think about what they did to get there. And you are going to be miserable because you will discover that that is an inachievable thing. And number seven, which is related to all six of the above, if you're doing all six of the above, then you will develop the instincts that you can follow to continue to maintain your most miserable of lives. I, I, you know, I didn't know what to make of this when I was like, why would he be doing this video? And then I, I heard at the end in his tag, he says, these seven are distilled out of the book, How to Be Miserable by Dr. Randy J. Patterson. At which I immediately uh, purchased. He is a, a, a PhD, and he talks all about the psychology, like that goes into uh, oppositional thinking. When you focus on one thing, you are, you know, you in in this context, uh, you're likely to uh, achieve the opposite of it. If you focus on happiness and achieving happiness directly, you're going to be miserable, right? Because uh, you're you rem- not in that happiness, y- yeah, that, yes. that mode yet. Yeah, Right, yeah. you're not in that mode. But all of these other things, right? If you, if you Once you say, I really, I'm, I'm going to stay indoors, not exercise. I'm just going to cultivate stillness. Sitting in my bed, I'm going to <laughs> hang out on my phone. You realize as you say those things how ridiculous they sound. Right, 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 and yet that's what so many of us do when we're when we're moving into that road of being compromised. Of course, our logical brain says this is ridiculous. I'm, I, I don't, I, I'm not going to do this. But then we do that. 
We do that because we don't know any other way when we're feeling at our very worst. And I think that is exacerbated by the ADHD experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so I really love that. I encourage you all to click on the link. It takes, you know, uh, less than 10 minutes and you can you can watch his little video. It's very charming. The animations are cute. Uh, but it also, it, it tells an important story and the link to Dr. Uh, Patterson's book is also going to be in the show notes. Uh, it, this is... Uh, you know, I, I watched this and I once again deleted Facebook off my phone. You know what I mean? Oh, right, I, right. I had yeah. done that a long time ago and it was great. And then I had some client activity that I had to to do while I was on the road. And so I put Facebook back on and I never deleted it again. Well, it's gone because those habits built up. I was checking Facebook all the time. I was in line. I was on Facebook. I was, And it's just ridiculous. I don't get anything out of it. It just fuels the resentment. It's gone. Uh, and And so I think focusing on... You know, if you once you turn the to the 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 things that you do that are making you miserable into action items, you realize how ridiculous they are, and you'll naturally start veering toward having a better day. I know that's mm-hmm. a little bit of a sidetrack, but I, I really hit me sideways when I watched that yesterday afternoon. Well, and it's interesting because actually, when I look at like, okay, how what are the things that I do to to help me kind of boost my mood or or get out of any kind of like low energy type mm-hmm. of mood that I might be in, or crankiness, yeah, uh, as I like to call it, um, the things that I I have chosen to share are those things that are really on the positive side. I mean, it's taking kind of action steps to. I think mindfully put myself into a different place. And so it's the opposite of these miserable items. Yes. <laughs> but I see what you're saying. I mean, it is. It's like you've got to take some some action. So I have a, I have a question for you, though. Like if you yeah. wake up and you're really tired and you don't feel that great and you are kind of on edge, like what do you do to get yourself out of that? Or, or do you? Can you? Yeah. I, you know, I, well, first of all, there, there is really no cure for regular sleep. Right. There just isn't. Right. Right. um, I, you know, for me, uh, waking up in the morning and feeling crummy, uh, it doesn't if if I go downstairs and do what maybe 25 year old me would have done, which is, you know, depressingly eat breakfast and drink three cups of coffee, I'll get a stimulant that's sort of manufactured and that'll keep me through a couple of hours. But it doesn't actually uh, do the job of, uh, you know, waking me up. For me, I've, I've got to get outside. I've got to yeah. do, you know, it's like number one, remain indoors, don't exercise, cultivate stillness. Well, I've got to do the opposite. I have to go for a couple mile walk and I have to come back and drink a full water bottle and I have to, you know, I have to do those things. I have to keep air moving in my house, it, you know, keep uh, open windows, turn on fans. Uh, all of those things are those external stimuli are things that that really help me uh, figure out kind of which end is up on these days when I am most um, you know groggy, uh, and and it makes me have a better day, right? I just I breathing agree. fresh air and taking breathing in some fresh sun, air. yeah, yeah, that that stuff really helps. Well, and I was going to say that's part of my my uh, what I do too is that I mean I think it's great if you can exercise in the morning. I mean I know not everybody can, but it is a great way to start the day because even if you are tired or not feeling well, that exercise just pumps you up. You build up those do- dopamine, all of those feel good hormones, and everything that's going on is great. Um, but I have found too that even if I can't do a full workout, even if I just do some exercise, whether it's some push-ups, some jumping jacks, yoga, 
uh, squats, like just getting something to get my heart rate. It, it helps like just even five minutes of it can help and, and wake yes. you up. And I'm with you. If you can go outside and do it, I think that's your ideal situation because then you've got nature and you've got exercise and that's a win-win and uh, be able to, you know, breathe and breathe out and just yeah. listen to those little birds and not get annoyed by them at this point because it's nature, you know? Yeah. Well, and, and water too, you know, I mean, water. I, I, yeah. I just kind of, I need to drink more water. Drink that water bottle. Drinking water, a lot of water is is uh, is that not like a the first thing. thing you do when you wake yeah. up? Is like drink a glass of water. I've heard uh, that before, and I've never done it. I need to do that. Yeah, How, I, I, does I do. it make a difference? Oh yeah, absolutely, it does. And it, you know, it does a couple of things. First of all, it it, it wakes me up, right? It, it just gets my system moving. Is it uh, ice cold it, water or just like what kind? What, no, it's in my water bottle. It's it's in my yeah. water bottle. It's I've okay. been sitting on my bedside table for the you know for the night. Yeah. So it's just still room temperature water and I just, you know, I drink it while I'm kind of getting ready for the day. And uh, so before I eat anything, I've had, you know, my w- full water bottle and, you know, I'll go for a, a, my nice walk or a little run and I'll come back and then I'll I'll have something to eat. And um, I also don't want to, uh, you know, if you can't get out and exercise in the morning, get out and exercise at night. You, I actually find if I, mm-hmm. you know, if I go out for my a, a little run in the evening, I end up feeling pretty good in the morning too. Um, you know, it's just one that of those. Yeah, yeah, it's just one of those things. I and I, I there's some research out there that. Um, you know, you can find either way. It says, oh, you should never, you should never exercise before bed. I had a doctor tell me once, you know, don't, don't exercise before bed if you have sleep problems, because you know you're you're getting your adrenaline up, you're getting your the 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 um, uh, chemicals in your body that are required to move are, are moving more quickly, and and uh, so it makes it harder to go to sleep. Um, I, you know, I found that once you get into a routine, um, you know, coming home after a, a workout, and, you know, spend an hour before. Um, you know, before you go to bed, you're fine. You know what else I did? Well, actually, it's uh, it's something I learned from an old trainer that I used to work with, and he he called it GYST, mm-hmm. and it's something that he said, okay, do this before you even put your feet on the ground, like when you're when you first wake up. I want you to GYST, and I'm like, well, what does that mean? And it basically means get your bleep <laughs> together. <laughs> Okay, G Y S. You can kind of guess Got what the it. S is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, I kind of think a nicer way to say that might be set the intention for the day, <laughs> right? So I kind of went from G Y S T because that's not really who I am to uh-huh. say that all the time. Um, but I do like saying, you know, set the intention for the day. And so um, a lot of times what I'll do, and I don't do it every day because I, I don't always remember to do it, but it is mm-hmm. nice to do, especially if you are tired and you really don't want to get up, is to sort of set that intention for the day of what you want. You know, it's kind of an affirmation of sorts, right? So sometimes I'll just be like, okay, I'm going to choose happiness today. I'm going to choose being positive. I'm going to be grateful. I'm going to look you know, for the good. And you're just sort of like kind of reminding yourself of how you want your day to to be and sending that, setting that intention right up. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to meditate, which a lot of people will t- meditate, right? We've heard mm-hmm. about that. Like meditation in the morning is a great way to kind of stay calm and be at peace. And, uh, but I don't recommend meditating in your bed, 
Like you got to, no. you kind of have to get out of bed. Yeah. Especially if you're meditation. struggling with, you know, waking yeah. up in a good space. You yeah. Know, because put you right back to bed. Setting the intention is different than the meditation. So I just want to be clear about that. You can add, you can include your intention within your meditation, but meditation in the morning is probably, yeah, you're going to fall right back to sleep yeah. if you're meditating in bed. Yeah, you're going to go right back to sleep. You know, can I, speaking of all of these things, meditations, particularly setting affirmation and screen time, uh, I just a, a recommendation that has really helped us and, and I, is don't, Pick up your phone and check the news first thing in the morning. Oh, yes. Right. In fact, you know what I suggest doing? Listening think, to music. Yeah. Yeah. Up wake up, wake up to music. something that, yeah, wake up to something that really gets you started. Because nothing is going to keep you in a bad mood than watching the news. Yeah. Especially right now. It's too easy to find bad. You want to find bad news. You want to set yourself up for a, for a, a negative course for the day. It's way too easy to do that right now. Oh, I totally agree. I totally yeah. agree. Like, don't, don't, don't do that. Yeah. Well, and I find I, I have to share one of my f- favorite musicians because um, whenever I'm kind of down or I just need like a little boost, I listen to Jason Mraz. Oh, yeah. Love do. him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely love his music. I love his message. Um, in in his songs and what he brings, you know, to his um, music and just the light in my life. I mean, seriously, it just makes me so happy. So if you have somebody like that, that really just makes you happy whenever you listen to them, I mean, that can definitely get you out of a bad mood and and just be happier, right? I mean, I don't know how else to explain it. It's just yeah. all of a sudden it's like that music is like, oh, all is good in the world. <laughs> yeah. Or Do you, you have know, a musician uh, like that? Is there somebody that you listen to? Well, uh, yeah, I I play around with a lot of different kinds of musicians, and like I'm I'm a big fan of Apple Music, and and I'm a big fan of their they they have this um this automated playlist, right? So based on what I have liked each week and what I've added to my library, they give me a new music mix that updates every Friday, and so I just set that to start playing in the morning, and it's music I have never heard because it's brand new, but it is based on the stuff that is already in my library, and it's gotten really good. The first several weeks, it was terrible, but it's gotten really, really good now, and uh, and so I there's nothing on there that I won't really, really resonate enjoy. with. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah, enjoy. Uh, what else do you do? What else do you do? How do you do? This is the this is the big question for me, though. This is where I really struggle, and and we implement all sorts of of different workarounds and accommodations, but they we tend to have to shake them up because once the family gets used to these accommodations, they don't work anymore. Uh, and that is how to get how to help be a positive force for other people in the house who struggle with waking up. Oh, I agree. I mean, that is that's a struggle, and. Um you know, I like how you said you need to shake it up because I think that is a strategy in itself. Like you, you find something that works and then it gets a little boring or somehow it gets off track. So that's, that's your cue to switch it up in some way. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's great. I think you kind of have to do that, especially if you're living with ADHD and you've got, um, family members who also live with ADHD, it's going to be in everybody's best interest if you switch it up a little bit and change it. And I don't know, you know, whatever that looks like for each individual family. Um, I think it's, you know, this is a struggle for me too. And because 
I have four people in my family and there's two people who are morning people and there's two people that are more um, quiet in the morning. Mm -hmm. And my son and I are alike where we're okay with quiet. Like, and it's not that I'm in a bad mood or that because I'm actually very productive in the morning. I would say that that's the most productive time for me in the day is in the morning. It's just like you need a little bit more social runway. Yeah. Like I just don't need to talk all morning long. Like I'm fine yeah. just, you know, being silent and getting ready for the day and not having that conversation necessarily. But my daughter and my husband are very positive and they talk and they sing and they have music on and they really like, you know, just are having fun. And so what I've learned to do in my family is sort of embrace that because I don't want to take that away from them because that's not fair. And so I embrace it to as much as I can. And then there's sometimes where I'll be like, okay, I've, I've got a really busy day and I, I have to like, just think. So, um, you know, can you put the singing into the kitchen instead of in our bathroom? <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Um, but I do have to adjust to that. And I have a teenager who is not a morning person and he doesn't sleep very well. So there's many times where he's very on edge and I have to be really careful. I have to be really careful not to, not to have that mood be a domino effect. Yes. And it's taken me, um, a long time. It's not perfect, but I finally have learned to walk away and not engage. And that's the best thing that I can do is yep. notice that things aren't going well or that he's, you know, kind of not very nice mm -hmm. <laughs> in a teenager way. And I will let him be. I don't engage in it. I go back and I, you know, sometimes I'll have to kind of take a few deep breaths or whatever, but um, I just don't engage in it anymore. And then that tends to set the mood better for me because then it doesn't bring me down. And then he'll, he'll work through what he needs to work through. And, you know, by the time he comes home from school, he's fine. And well, that, um, that's really the the thing. And I, I, you know, one of the other uh, elements you put in, in the notes here, which I really subscribe to, uh, it's along the same lines as don't go to bed angry, right? Like it's, if yes. you, you have an argument, don't go to bed in a, in a fight. That's a terrible thing. It's the same thing in the morning. Uh, even if you're having a rough morning, don't leave the house. Don't leave the family in bad straits and, uh, you know, figure out ways to part, even if it's if it's neutral, uh, you know, don't don't part angry. You'll have a better afternoon. You'll have a better evening. People will have better days if they don't leave uh, perseverating on something that happened in the morning that was triggered by you, you, you know, and you didn't handle it well. You know, let, let go. Let go of it. Raise your head up. Let go of the nastiness and, and start the day. Make the choice to start the day without fighting. Well, and I think that what you just said there is making the choice, I think, is really important, too, is that we have to remember that we do have a choice, right? We have a choice on how we respond, even though sometimes that choice feels like it's taken away because of impulsivity, um, high emotions. I mean, I know this is not going to be, you know, it's not going to work every single time. I get that. I have had conversations in the morning that I regret and wish that it never happened, you know, mm -hmm. Um but I think that choice is important because it empowers us. And so when we do, I, I guess that's what I'm saying is that I feel like I finally got to the point where I can actually choose to not engage. Whereas before, I don't know if I felt like that was a choice. And when you can walk away and then, like you said, it's just like going to, not going to bed, 
you know, angry, I somehow I have to smooth the waters here because it is really important to me personally. And it probably is part of my anxiety, but I've, I accept it. I am not comfortable if anybody in my family leaves the house without saying goodbye. So Mm -hmm. they need to, we need to always say goodbye to each other. We need to give each other a hug and we always need to say, I love you. And Mm -hmm. that is so important to me. And, uh, um, and I guess it's kind of, I mean, it is sort of like, gosh, worst case scenario, (laughs) Is what I'm thinking, but you know, I you're just, you're such a happy person, but you got you got some dark places, don't you? Well, I just never want I never want that day to be where we got into an argument or we didn't leave on good terms, and that's those like, are I'm always the stories. Like yeah. that's the yeah. day that something bad is going to happen, and I know right. that is totally anxiety driven. People, I totally get that. I accept that. I acknowledge it. I know yeah. that that is part of my anxiety, but it's also really important to me that that happens. Yeah. So I make it happen. And one day, I remember not too long ago, my son left without saying goodbye to me, and I texted him, and I'm like, "Please don't leave the house without saying goodbye. I love you. I want you to have a great day." And he's like, "Okay, mom, I won't do that." <laughs> But it was really important to me that you can't do that. So, you know, I call me crazy, but um, it is definitely something that even if I'm pissed off at the world and I'm really angry at something they did, I have to have that hug and I have to have that I love you. I think that's really important. I I love that message. I think this is as good a way as any to to, uh, say goodbye for the week. There you go. There you go. Thank you, thank you Nikki. That was really that was really. Sweet. I don't know that if that was... ended on a happy note or a bad well, note, but I think we're gonna we're going to choose happy is what yes, we're going we're to choosing do. Choosing happy. That's right. Well, thank and I you. Think, you know, just to to actually really leave it on a happier note. I mean, that's that's the thing, right? All of our moods and th- things. I mean, it all comes down to relationships and connections and and making sure people know we love them and we care about them and and we are doing you know everything that we can to to make it a happier environment for everyone. We want joy in our lives, and um, that's what we're that's what that's the intention of this show is. How can you bring that joy into your life, even if you had a bad bad morning or you didn't get as much sleep as you want how can you not let that um, control the rest of your day exactly thank you you for that message that's a great message thank you everybody for downloading and listening to this show don't forget send us your success stories we want to hear and uh, and we'll get them on our show uh, before the end of this month happy June everybody we appreciate your time and your attention on behalf of Nikki Kinzer I'm Pete Wright we'll catch you next week right here on Taking Control the ADHD podcast. Mm-hmm.